0: Welcome to Streams podcast. I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart. Not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Hello, my friends. I wanna encourage you today. Was something that was stirring in my heart. And when God shares something and it's over and over and over again, you just kind of listen and He will lead you. He will lead you and guide you and tell truth. And stirring in my heart was Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And then I was reminded of rest, God created the world, and then he rested. And as I let that ponder, I'm I'm reminded of the Sabbath, and when we rest, and how you're to take one day a week and rest, and really the focus, it took me over to Isaiah chapter 40, and I'm just going to read it through for right now and says have you not known have you not heard the everlasting god the lord the creator of the ends of the earth neither faints nor is weary he understanding is unsearchable or his understanding is unsearchable he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might he increases strength even the youths shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall not run, I'm sorry, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So even as I read, my heart is kind of processing. Because when you're focused on, got to get it done, got to check off all these boxes, got to do this, got to do that, got to do, 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 and and just the task list in your mind, even that can cause you to be weary. But when you're focused on the Lord, when you wait upon Him, you will have peace. He will settle things in your spirit. He will give you strength where you are weak. He will seemingly create time in the day when it seemed like there's no way you can get it done. And mind you, there are days when you you wondered that, you hope that, you're like, Lord, I still can't get it done. No matter what I've done, I still can't get it done. I can't accomplish it. There's so much to do. Remember, Mary and Martha, I think the Lord was coming to their house or He was at their house. and whether it was serving meals or whatever it was or is. There were two women, and so many times you've heard this, and one was complaining because she was taking care of all the stuff while Mary was just sitting there talking to Jesus. Sitting at the feet of Jesus. There's an element of worship when you're in His presence, there are more things being accomplished in your heart, soul, mind, and strength than what you can accomplish doing the things of the world. Yes, there are things that need to be done during the day. Yes, there are, th- there are daily stuff. There are things that have to be done. But in the bigger picture, the spiritual realm, the, the atmosphere, God's kingdom, When you spend time in his presence, worshiping him, the one true God, peace is restored. And he can do far greater with that than he can do with running around trying to get all this other things done. Remember, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're mighty in God for pulling down strongholds and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of who God is. So in your heart, many times you're you're wrestling. You're wrestling with things. In your mind, you're wrestling with things. When you're focused on the Lord, He will bring into focus the rest, the restoration, the redemption, who he is and waiting upon him. There is an essence of rest and waiting that many people think is doing nothing. I want to encourage you to look up in the word, in his word, rest and waiting. Because it's in those times that God seems to do the most work. And you watch what happens when the enemy can't get you wrestling with yourself wrestling with others wrestling with whatever it is Jacob even wrestled with God. It seems like all night and he had a limp. But my friend, I encourage you with that. Look up what it means to rest and to wait. Look in the Bible. Look for the scriptures. Get out your concordance. What does it mean in, in the scripture, in the New Testament, in the Old Testament, wherever the scripture is, you're looking up because there's going to be the same word. It's going to mean different things. Contextually. In the Old Testament, the New Testament. What he's talking about in that time, in that season. And kind of like language itself. There is a particular word, but it depends on how it's used, how it's read, what's being talked about. And to the true meaning of the word. And it goes back to the word. What is the true meaning of the word? Because in the beginning was the word. The word was with god and the word was god the true meaning of the word god is the true essence of his word and when you open it up you seek what does it mean to rest what does it mean to wait you will find what it means for you in this season And so as you go through your your daily life, your weekly life, your monthly life, your goals, your plans, and everything that you're planning for the next 10, 20, 30 years, know this. That he's the one who truly will make the plans. Because you can plan it all out. You can try to make that happen. And I've I've been there before where I've I've planned out some things and said, okay, this is great. And I set goals and and it was exciting. And sometimes you accomplish those goals and you're like, Okay. I did that. So what? And you're like, well, maybe if I accomplish a bigger bo- a bigger goal, bo- a bigger goal. Okay, maybe my goal just wasn't big enough. Maybe I just need an an astronomical goal. And that way when I achieve that, then it will feel great. It's not truly about accomplishing the goals. And yes, when you accomplish a goal, there is a certain just feeling like wow I did it it was because you focused and there was a sense of gratitude when you finally get there but sometimes when you finally get there you missed something in that journey you missed something maybe not but did you rest and wait upon the Lord or did you know I set this goal I'm going to achieve it no matter what I'm going to get there no matter what. Are you going to wait upon the Lord? And it doesn't look like you thought it would look like. And sometimes you just feel so weary. You're like, Lord, is it really worth it? And, and you just feel so tired. And you just go, Lord, I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm just tired like I've taken a, a day of rest every week. I've taken two days of rest every week. I'm just tired. Take that to him, because he says, "Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." And remember, he gives you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. When you wear that praise, God, you just praise the Lord. You worship. Lift your voice. And remember, I did this. It was a mini-course. I did this praying out loud. There's something significant about out loud. Even reading His Word, if He gives you a particular scripture, scripture, read it out loud. Pray it out loud. You're praying it to Him. But as you're talking to God and you're releasing His truth out loud, He said His word will never return void and it will accomplish that for which it was sent. And when God sends something, when God is doing something, He is love. The root of it all is love. When people do something, depending on who they are, where they are, whatever, so many times people have a hidden agenda. They have an ulterior motive. They have something. And it's usually self-centered. It's usually around what they want to accomplish in the world. And they're going to accomplish it. And they just are tr- looking for a way to get it. They're looking for a way to get there. But when God sets out to do something, His goal is two things. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. And to love others as yourself. And I've talked this to this before where... It's hard to love others as yourself if you don't truly love yourself, and if you're not loving yourself, you're probably not seeing yourself as God sees you. Well, how do I know how God sees me? Go into His Word and start looking it up. Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't even know like what to look up. What do you want to know? Well, how God sees me. What part of that? Start with one word. Is that word you? Is that word sees? Is that word God? Is that word love? Is that word hear? Is that word know? Is it understand? Just start with one. One step of faith. One word. One focus. One true God. And the rest will fall into place. The circumstances may not all look like it. But if you've ever shaken a snow globe, you know those little things a lot of us are used to that from years ago, and they still have them nowadays. But when it's just sitting there and doing nothing, oh, that's a nice little scenery that's cute and when they and then when they shake it up, then it starts to snow, and that's they cause it to snow when they shake it up, they cause it to snow now that is people shaking it up, causing it to snow. And when God does something, he's not just gonna shake it. So that looks nice and pretty. God already made you perfect in his eyes. He already sees you that way. He already sees your heart. And my friend, what he's truly looking for is for you to see yourself that way. For you to see others that way. And I know there's there's people and circumstances that I just, Lord, I, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that situation. And I wrestle through that. And I'm sure you have too. I've wrestled through leaders asking me to pray for someone close to them. Because they couldn't. Nope, they're not going to pray for them. Nope, they don't like them. Nope, they're not. Mm No way. And they are a ministry leader. And you know what that does for my heart when I see leaders like that? Not loving someone very dear to them. Not praying for that person. It's really difficult. And when you're watching leaders in Christianity and maybe maybe you're struggling through Christianity maybe you're thinking why do I want to even be a Christian anymore because look at all of this it's all whatever it is you don't even know how to describe it because things are just so chaotic God brings things into focus he brings things into alignment with who he is and how much he loves. How much he loves you, how much he loves others. So if you've had that leader in the church, or maybe it was in the government, in the, in the business world, really um, causing a struggle in your heart with how things operate or how things work Encourage you to go into His Word. Get the concordance, even if you don't know how to use it. There's some little bit of instructions, and you know, message and, and show how to use it. I'm going to do another little class. I just have to figure out how to put the the little videos together or put this something together. But I'm going to bring people together. Because it's not just for the theologians to go into. It is made available to everyone to look up in his word, to to go deeper in his word and look it up. What does it mean? What is he saying? Because he's got a message for you, even in your heart, hidden in your heart. There's a message for you that he hid in your heart, that he cannot wait for you to get to that. It's just as exciting for God as it is for you. Have you ever given someone a gift? And they never open it? And you're just like, okay, that's fine. God has given you gifts, and, but every good and perfect gift comes from Him. We give gifts as people, and yeah, they're nice. Maybe they're really nice. Maybe they're not so nice. But with God, every good and perfect gift comes from Him. And it's amazing. But it starts with the gift. And I went through that just the last couple days. That gift of grace. The gift of God. And He's got more gifts. And you can look those up too. Look up gifts from God. Gifts of God. And you can get lost in focusing on that. But if you look to the one who gives the gifts, the one who redeems, the one who restores, the one true God who is the Word, he shall renew your strength. You shall mount up with wings like eagles. You shall run and not be weary. You shall walk and not faint. My friend, I'll tell you this. When I read the scripture of the sparrow and how he takes care of the sparrow and how he provides for that sparrow, and then I see a little bird struggling outside. And I see other birds, like, picking on it. And I want to help it. And I put it in my hand. I want to help it. And I'm looking at it. I'm trying to figure this out. And then I said, Lord, but you said you'll even take care of the sparrow. And I've seen hawks come into the yard and try to take the little birds. Sometimes that causes my faith to struggle. But see, that's what the enemy wants me to see. The enemy wants me to say, oh yeah, you think God takes care of the sparrow? Watch this. And as I go and I share this with you, I go to chase away the, the, uh, the hawk from taking that little Sparrow. And then in that place where that hawk threw, flew, all of a sudden manifested will be a, perp- a person of a different culture, a person of a foreign culture. I'll see that, but when I saw this little bird struggling, and I'm looking up how to help it, and and I, do I take it to a wildlife refuge? What do I do? Where do I take it? And so you look up how to help it, and then everyone wants you to to donate a lot of money to the thing to help it. And yes, they do need the donations. When you're like, I don't have that, and so you make this little this little box and protect the little bird. But you want to make sure that he can still get out and get the food and and stuff, but that there's safety, that there's a safe place that he can go and seek refuge. That the other little birds are picking on it. There's a place of refuge. Because when they're weak, he increases their strength. And my friend, when I thought, oh no, this little birdie, you know, and I hear someone saying, oh, he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. I said the little birdie and I'm watching him struggle. I'm watching him try and I'm watching him lift his head. I'm like, he can't have a broken neck because he's lifting his head, he's looking around. You know, did did this happen to the bird? Did that happen to the bird? And looking, and he's and he's really holding on to something. He's he'll have he'll stand there with a the little piece of wood chip and he's holding on to it. He's holding on to that little chip. And so I put the little box. And I said, okay, let me see. And I go away and I come back. And my friend, that little bird, made his way over to the food and he's eating. I'm watching this little bird eat and I'm so excited. And then God would show me this, it felt like it was just for me. And maybe it's just the birds and what they do, but it felt like it was just for me. That little bird. Lifted up and he's like raising up trying to get to the feeder. He's on the ground eating the feed and he's he's flying and he's like lifting up and he's almost to the feeder and he's like, well, a little bit more. So he's going to eat some more seed, gain some more strength. And then maybe he can get up to the feeder next time. Maybe he can only get this high this time. And he's strengthening. He's flapping his wings. He's strengthening. Then he's going to eat a little bit more. And then God reminded me That wasn't a sparrow. That was a chickadee. And it was a bird. It could be any bird. But when God reminds you of those things and your heart's breaking for this thing that you're trying to help, you're trying to fix, and you're like, I can't fix it. So while he was on the ground, I was praying for that little bird. I prayed for that little bird. And now, my prayers don't mean that nothing's going to happen to that little bird because I've seen little birds that I prayed for and something happened to them and I cried and I cried and I know people will go oh that's the circle of life that's you know you just got to get used to it and you know they'll even watch a hawk come and take a bird yeah that's just nature so unbothered so unbothered by that And then there's some of us, and sometimes we can see something and it's seemingly like we're unbothered. And sometimes we're bothered, but what do I do? How do I help? And then there's times you feel set up, manipulated, because they want something from you. And then there's the times when you see the little bird and you want to help it and you're praying for it. And then you don't know what to do. And so you're like, okay, I'm going to step away. But I want to come back and see, is it okay? Sometimes it's okay and sometimes it's not okay. But that God would reassure my heart, watching that little bird strengthen, watching his wings and watching him lift up, just about to that feeder, and it's like, oh, and then he's going to try again. He's going to eat a little more. He's going to try again. Same thing in the Word of God. Read a little more. Strengthen. Get those. Just like under the wings, you shall rise up and like uh, mount up like the wings of eagles. And where is it? But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. I was watching practically this The scripture walked out right in front of me with this little birdie. I didn't know it even till just now as I encouraged you with it. That God would show me something in the natural and then show me today as I encouraged you. But he didn't take me straight to that word. He started with, come to me all you who are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Because maybe you're trying. Maybe you're like that little bird. Maybe you're trying. And it seems like no matter how hard you're lifting your head and you just feel like you are so burdened. You're trying to fly straight and you just seem to hit a brick wall. You seem to fly a particular way and like the little birdies hit a window. It was just an illusion. It was just a reflection of something else. But when God gives you rest... (laughs) He restores all those places. He realigns, he lifts your head, he strengthens you. And then do not only soar to the feeder like a chickadee, you soar like the wings of eagles. And if you've ever seen an eagle fly, they soar high above and they can see so much. But when God does that, he wants to show you something bigger than yourself something bigger than your circumstances something far more important than what you're struggling with right now and so my friend go into his word. start with just one word because in the beginning was the word I started with rest and he showed me the connection of that little story that little thing that little visual with a little birdie that I saw and did and experienced yesterday that he would bring it to life with his truth and connect it. To show me, wait upon the Lord. To the weak, he increases strength. You shall run and not be weary, walk and not faint. Because we know in our own strength, there's a limit to how far we can walk, how far we can run. Without being weary, without having to rest and re-strengthen, there is a re-strengthening, especially when you are near people. You're pouring out, and it, sometimes it feels great when you pour out. When I encourage you, it feels great to strengthen. And oh my gosh, I don't do it to strengthen. I play, I do this because that's what God placed on my heart, even when I felt like I had nothing to give anymore. When I first had nothing to give, and said encouragement, and then I began to encourage. And then it would become random because the battle just seemed so fierce. I would encourage, and then it just seemed like a battle afterwards. I was like, Lord, I I, I don't have anything to encourage right now. Life would hit. Circumstances would hit. My faith would struggle. I'm like, how am I going to encourage you when my faith was struggling? And I know your faith struggles too. And that's where you get something from God. Go into his word. What are you struggling with? What is it about the situation? What is that one piece that you're struggling with? Go into his word. He'll take you to the very scripture that will align with something that will just ignite your spirit, your mind, soul, strength, and spirit. Focus on him one step at a time and watch what God can do. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. My friend, that is for you. Go to Isaiah chapter 40. He might take you to a different piece of that scripture. He might take you elsewhere in the word. But my friend, open his word. Let him strengthen you. Because where you're feeling weak, he is your strength. And may the Lord bless you with that. May he bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. And be gracious to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast. I said a prayer for you today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's D-Y-N-A-S-T-R-E-A-M-L-L-C. We'd love to hear from you. See you there.